Welcome to the Within Podcast, where conversations become a journey. Our goal is to add value to people's lives by bringing in guests from different backgrounds and industries. Amaria Abreu, your host, will ask the questions that most people are not willing to ask and create conversations that will empower, inspire, and move you to build the life you desire to live. What's going on, guys? So this is episode one, season two of the Within podcast, where conversations become a journey. And today I have an awesome and a special guest, friend of mine, uh, Manny. Uh, we work together at Lebanon Country Club as well. I had a guest before Manny that works out there too, uh, and that was Chef Chris Allen. And today I have Manny, uh, who actually works with um, the chef. And so, um, but today is a different conversation. We're gonna talk about um, an interesting topic, actually, and it's uh, it's got real. It's basically that question. You know, a lot of people ask themselves um, that. It may sometimes in a daily basis, like it's got real. And if he if he's real, uh, why is there suffering in the world? And those are the kind of like two questions that we want to bring an answer to. And I think obviously Manny has uh, something to say about the topic. He's a Jehovah Witness, and um, and I know he has good insight uh, on this because uh, he's been trained to answer that question. And obviously, he in his own life, that's one of the things he struggled with in the past. And um, and I know myself. I mean, I cannot say I struggled with that, but at one point in my life, I, I did have doubts. Um, and, and so, but now I'm you know I'm good now. <laughs> so in that sense, uh, I want to introduce Money. Money, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for here. having me. Yeah, for sure, man. So um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your past and where you come from, just so people have a little bit of context um, of, of your life and who you are? Well, uh, my name is Manol. Uh, that's a full name. and But people call me Manny for some reason. I guess for Americans, it's uh, shorter and easy, easier to say. <laughs> and, and I come from Puerto Rico. I lived there a couple of years. I came here when I was, uh, I came to the United States when I was 13, 12, 13, 12, going to 13. And yeah, when I first started here, I was in uh, not the best of environments. Even in Puerto Rico, I was poor. Yeah. As dirt. And uh, even here, uh, when I came here, my parents got uh, better jobs, uh, better uh, financial status, yeah. to say it that way, and uh, now we're here. Now I, yeah, now I'm here. Yeah, cool, man. <laughs> and and right now, like, what it's kind of like your your hobby? What do you do for a living? I know, I man. I obviously you said it in the introduction, but like more in your side because I don't. There's a lot of stuff I don't know. Like I know you went to school, yes, um, to be kind of like a cook or something like that. Yes, okay. I went. On my last year of uh, high school, I got enrolled in a CTC school for uh, culinary arts. And there I met my chefs, uh, Chef Coro and Chef Pefli. And they teach me everything I know about cooking. And then they, uh, at the end of the year, when I graduated, they basically asked me uh, where, basically where in America do I want to go? Because they have, uh, they know people everywhere. They, uh, and uh, they gave uh they asked me if I wanted to go to Yellowstone Park, to uh, Washington, stuff like that. At the time, for personal reasons, I didn't want to leave uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. 
So I stay here. So they got me a job at the Lebanon Country Club. That's awesome. And uh, what motivated you to go for culinary arts? Well, my uh, my mom and my sisters, they cook. My mom is basically like a untitled chef. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> Uh, when she was little, uh, you know, her uh, her parents, her grandmother, teacher had to cook, and she's been cooking since she she was uh, tiny, basically. And uh, where she used to live, uh, basically, was kind of like a small. I don't want to say village. It was it wasn't that big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like a congregation of people that live in the same area. Okay. And they basically uh, gather together, and yeah. they used to put like a. They would bring like different meats, different vegetables, yeah. different things, and they would cook. Okay. And like uh, in a big pot and stuff like that, and then we share it with the common folk, with the neighbor, yeah. with the neighbors. So yeah, and then she worked like in a kitchen, doing like a hundred plus people like every day. Wow. So yeah, that, that inspires me. Cool, cool. That's awesome. So now diving into the topic of, of God, is he real? You know, and uh, if he's real, why is there suffering in the world? Um, what is your opinion on that? What like? your experience before okay before going into that i want you to tell me before you were a jehovah witness what did you believe if you believe in something like there was there something you believe in before you were a jehovah witness there was a good time for a couple of years that uh basically we were in my environment and the things that i saw i didn't really believe in anything uh but my for example, my mom, she was uh, when she was little, they teach her about God and stuff like that. And uh, my grandparents, they were Jehovah Witness. But oh, okay. uh, for personal matters, she uh, she didn't really uh, got baptized or anything like that. She just uh, went and uh, lived her life so that I was raised like with that mindset. Yeah. I was raised with the mindset of that I don't really have a specific religion. And with yeah. the things that happen in my environment... I didn't really believe in anything until one day. Can I say yeah, what yeah. happened? Or? Yeah, yeah, you can say what happened. Until one day, uh, when we moved here, actually, uh, basically uh, some brothers or some uh, witnesses knock on my door. Or actually, they knock on my neighbor's door. And my mom, at that time, she wanted to get back uh, with the Jehovah Witness. So she opened the door and she... It was kind of funny, actually. She opened the door and then she saw that uh, they were talking to a neighbor and they were speaking English. Uh-huh. And then in Spanish, she goes and says, uh, are, you, are you Jehovah's Witness? And do you speak English or do you speak Spanish? Yeah. And uh, they actually were from the Spanish congregation. So they say, yeah. And thus they came home one day and they answered every question that I had. Wow. So basically because they were able to answer your questions about God and life in general, you realize that, like, man, this is this is real, you know, because of other, other people's experiences and, and how well they were trained and give you answers that make sense. You were like, okay, like, actually, this makes sense. And then your life changed after that, right? Yes. Um, Slowly, you, but yes. Yeah, yeah, because it's a process. Now, I can tell you, like when I first met Manny, I one of the things is that I realized he was he was different, you know. Um, Thank you. Yeah, yeah like I, <laughs> I I could tell, I could tell you were different in your behavior, your manners. You know, I, you know, I never heard you like saying bad words. You, even the way you were, just for your, 
the way you behave, like I, I realized, like you know, there's something different about this guy. And then I realized, found out that um, he's a Jehovah Witness. So I'm like, yeah, that, that makes sense. So I want to ask you now, going into the topic specifically, what you know, what is your opinion on God, and why do you think God is real? Well, God, he's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that answer. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, my basic answer, and this, uh, whenever people ask me that, they get a little bit mad because I just say because it makes sense. Yeah. That's my basic short answer. And But mm -hmm. when I get into detail, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's basically because uh, everything you see around the world, just to say a basic answer, a long basic answer, When you see everything in the world and you mm -hmm. see how everything works from the molecules, from the DNA standpoint and from from the basic naked eye, naked eye mm -hmm. you can see like his creation. And you see that they had, they had to be a designer. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that a lot of people, you know, obviously believe different stuff, but one of the main things is evolution. And, um, you know, reality is evolution is, is, is such a, a new idea that was introduced um about a couple hundred years ago yeah like it wasn't that long ago but it became popular and it, it became a thing like in schools that was taught it was like probably 80 maybe less 70 60 years ago um because actually in schools what they taught was the bible and and, and god's Something. creation um no i mean i'm not saying everywhere but like at least in the united states that was one of the main stuff And, and Latino countries as well yes. um, because of their religious background and stuff. But I like your answer. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, um, that's the basic answer. Mm -hmm. and, and, and sometimes people are like, okay, well, it makes sense. Maybe for you, they will say, but it doesn't make sense to me. And I think one of the main reasons because it, it doesn't make sense to other people is because of when they see suffering mm -hmm. and they see like how many stuff is happening around the world, how, how many stuff they have been through in their own lives they're like okay how is god real and he let this happen to me what's your answer to like that when it comes to the suffering in the world and stuff like that well just to put it like this is an answer that i, I like to uh like whenever people ask me that when i'm preaching or yeah in other uh situations basically People don't like the first answer that I give them. Uh -huh. And that's because they have heard that answer many times. Yeah. But nobody really cared to explain it. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not trying to say bad, nothing bad about no, other yeah, people. Yeah, but yeah. Like, it's kind of truth. But yeah, 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 yeah. You know, basically the simple answer, again, is kind of like he has a plan. And it's, I'm not talking about, oh, he works in mysterious ways or anything like that. I'm talking about he actually has a plan that is on the Bible. You can read it whenever you want to. Mm. On any Bible that you want to. Mm. And... uh Basically, like the devil, uh -huh. you know, he's a thing, he exists. Yeah. And back when the, the devil first defied God, mm -hmm. you know, with Adam and Eve, he yeah. lied to, to Eve and basically caused uh, death and suffering to... Yeah. He opened the gates to that, to the world. Yeah. God could easily, like, let's be honest, God could easily destroy the devil right there of and course. then. Of course, yeah. He could have said, be gone. Yeah. And he was gone, you know, like if that was the case. But at the same time, you need to remember angels were there when it happened. Humans, you know, Adam and Eve were there. Yeah. It could have easily just destroy Adam and Eve and start over again. 
-hmm. could have easily destroyed the devil and start over again. Mm. But he didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why? Because he was he was making a point. Mm -hmm. Not only to us humans, but to angels too. Yeah. Basically, if he would destroy the devil right there and then, what other people would think? Yeah. Like, would people say, hey, he destroyed the devil because he had an opinion, because he had an idea. What's to say if I have my own ideas, what to say that he's going to destroy me too? Mm. I'm not saying that every idea is bad. But yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that answer because so, it, it, it brings up the topic of free will. Mm -hmm. I mean... What's the point of free will? If he, if he just going to like... Uh, destroy you. Turn you into a robot or turn, uh, destroy you yeah. if you do anything other than what he says. Yeah, that's that's a good point. And, and, and sometimes people forget like... Free will is not only something you have, it's also something other people have. And so, you know, the suffering, all human suffering is created mm -hmm. because of somebody else. Like somebody else hurt you. Mm -hmm. And now that because you're hurt, you're hurting, hurting other people as well. Mm -hmm. And it's just a cycle. And, and and so it wasn't because God wanted that to happen. It wasn't his intention. Like one of the things I say to people is like, yo, God is not looking for you to suffer, to teach you something. That's not true. God is not like out here giving you, let's say, cancer because he wants you to, you know, learn something from that. No. He can teach you something from the experience, but he's not the one causing that, you know, something disease. bad that happened. Yeah, or, or whatever. So I say, I said to people like, yo, you going through a hard moment in your life doesn't mean that it's God punishing you for something like How do you even know that? Like, how can you just make an assumption like, oh, yeah, God is out here punishing me. Why am I going? Like, no, you don't know. Like, the same thing as we're like, oh, my God, I want to pray. Give me a million dollars. And then it doesn't happen. Oh, God is mad with me. No, like, just because like, <laughs> you're not thinking. You think a little bit selfish. Uh, yeah. So, uh, selfish. Yeah. Yeah. You know? so, and sometimes people, you know, are selfish. Like, I've been selfish myself in my own life. And sure, we all have. And, but, but I've never... I've never blamed God for for anything in my like I've never and and you know that's myself people you know different people people have different opinions on this but in my case like I've never blamed God for oh why am I like this or why do I look this way or you know like bro like I I don't I don't have to blame God for nothing like he's not the one to blame and it's hard to say this but at the end of the day like It's not about blaming other people or even yourself. It's about taking responsibility of your own life and making right decisions. Mm -hmm. Another thing is like, uh, and by any way, I'm not saying that the devil is good in any way. No, yeah, yeah. Like he's very bad. He's very yeah. messed up. He's a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like a lot of people, they do something bad or they do something that is not right on the eyes of other people. And they say, oh, the devil made me do it. Yeah. That is not really true. You did it. They yeah. made, the devil might have placed a trap, yeah. but he didn't make you take the cake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good point. That's a, yeah. a good... I, I've heard that a lot. Like, oh, yeah, the devil made me do it. Or, or you know, like, bro. Mm -hmm. You have your own conscience. You have your own will. You yeah. Do, you do the things because he wanted to, yeah. to do it. Yeah, like you, you just did it because, yeah, human nature. I mean, you mm -hmm. wanted to do it. You did it. And, I mean, yeah. you messed up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah, the devil could influence you. Oh, like, yeah. I could tell you, money, money, throw yourself from a bridge. Mm -hmm. I could say that to you. It's But. up to you if you do it or not. Mm -hmm. So, at the end of the day, it's the same with the devil. And and this is a good point because 
everybody's talking out here about God and God and God, but not a lot of people talk about themselves. Not just that, but the devil. Mm -hmm. And what I mean, because you're bringing that point, like the reality is there's evil out there. And I'm not talking about like human people. I'm talking about spiritual things that happen around you. And and I want to make a point here now. Uh, we're not trying to preach to anybody here through this podcast in the sense of like, we're not trying to push you to believe something. We're sharing what we believe. In no means we're trying to offend you or or trying to, you know, make you feel that what you believe is not true or bad. Like uh, we are here just having a healthy conversation about our beliefs. And I can tell you like money believes stuff that I don't, don't necessarily believe. And I believe stuff that money doesn't, doesn't necessarily believe. So uh, please um, don't, don't get offended by this podcast. Don't get offended by this topic. We just want to have the conversation because we have to have it. It's a healthy conversation you know, whether you believe in God or or you believe that the devil and demons are real or not, that's that's up to you. Uh, we I can tell you from experience, like one of the reasons I believe in God is because I, from experience, like I've seen stuff happen in my life that I've seen like, you know, man, like God is real, man. Like I, I for example, I'm going to tell you a testimony. Um when I first moved into the United States, I didn't have the greatest life. You know, I, I didn't have the house that you see now. Like, didn't have the cars that you see now. Like, nothing. I had nothing. You know, my dad and I moving. We were living with a family for about, like, uh, um, two weeks when we first, mo first moved into Lebanon, Pennsylvania. Okay. And then after that, we moved into, a, like, a small room in a place that um, looks like a prostitution place. Like, it was bad, man. Like, it, I was like, what the heck is this? But didn't complain, didn't blame God, like nothing. I, you know, at this time, I like, believe in God, praying, you know, about all this stuff. And, you know, we had a car that was given to us, borrowed, like it wasn't on ours. It was just like, so we could use it for a little bit, right? Uh, it was my cousin's car. And, well, you know, it got to the point that she needed her car back, you know, because she was giving it to us for a little bit until like we could get something else. Mm -hmm. And we were going to buy my other cousin's car. Um, but, you know, she needed to buy a new car first. So we were going through that process. The last day that we had my cousin's car, the last day, like, and this is not planned. Like, this is not like we knew that this was like, we didn't know when the other car was going to be ready to be bought, you know, for and stuff. The last day we give the car away and we're like, man, we're going to have to work, go, walk to work by the time we, we were working at this place that you know it wasn't really nearby us so if we had to walk there it was an hour to get there right and that day my cousin called saying hey the car is ready for you guys i already bought a new car you can have it she didn't she didn't know that we didn't have a car she had no clue and she gave us that call that day my opinion and my dad's opinion is that we know it's from god because it's a miracle. Like miracles Definitely. happen unexpectedly. And the moment you, you know, obviously the moment you, you less imagine it's going to happen. So that's just one experience that I can tell you that. Why well, I believe in God. And, and I wanted to ask you, like, has anything happened in your life, Manny, that you feel that, like, this is God? Like, there's no other reason. There's no other explanation. Like, this is God. 
I mean, your life is an example. <laughs> right there, like, you, you, you know that God is real because of your life. Like, like yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I have seen some, some stuff. Um, there's not really one that comes to mind, but... Hmm. What would be, like, a good example, like, for... I mean, there's, like, a small example, like, I don't know, something that happened to you unexpectedly that you needed, like, an answer for you know, like a small miracle like that. For, like in my case, you know, like I have other examples. I mean, I could tell you like many, but in okay. your case, has something happened, whether maybe something with your car, you sure. need an, I don't know, whatever. Okay, so I told you before, you remember when I told you the time that I, I got mugged? Yeah. I got mugged twice. Yeah. When I was little, I was like, just my like my first or second year here, I used to work, I used to help out at a... I guess in Spanish you call it boliga. Yeah, yeah. Or like yeah. a boy and, uh, not a boliga, a boy and sell. Yeah. Place. And I used to help the guy there that worked there. And uh, every day he used to, or yeah. not every day, every week he used to give me $30. Yeah. And he used to be a little bit stingy. So he used to give me like $30 in dollar, uh, dollar one bills. Yeah. In dollar bills. Yeah. So, you know, like it's $30 is not, seems like a lot, but when you see it like in a stack of $1 bills, it looks like I have like a thousand dollars or something like that. It looks like a lot. Mm-hmm. And it was my second time. Was it my second? Okay, my my, my first time. And uh, it was the first time that happened because for a long time, I think for two months, I didn't, I wasn't getting paid. I was just doing it because he used to yeah. give me like games. He used to give me like soda. Yeah. So I was doing it for that. But when my parents got mad at me because I wasn't making any money out of it, they were like, oh, you're working. You're putting four hours after school. So you need to get paid. Yeah, yeah, sense. definitely, yeah. It's not fair. So I went, I talked to, to the guy, to the owner, and he's like, fine, I'll give you $30 a week, and you give me... I was a little bit naive because I was at first I was like, when I told him, he was, he was like, oh, what do you want, like $100 a week? And I'm like, no, 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 that's too much, that's too much. <laughs> Just give me uh, $30. And he's like, $30? Are you sure? $30. So he gave me $30 that's funny. a week. And like wow. I said, he was a little stingy, so he gave me like one dollar bills. Yeah. Or sometimes he would give me like gold coins. Oh wow. Like one dollar coins. You yeah, that? yeah, yeah. So basically, I'm I'm coming out. My first time I get out of the store, it's like nine, ten o'clock, and I'm just like an idiot, just counting the money in public. There's nobody around. There, everything is dark. So I'm just counting the money coming through my house. I'm not even paying attention to the road, and all of a sudden. This guy, just huge guy, comes out of uh, I don't know where our alleyway, and be- he basically just pushed me down to the floor, takes the money away, and ran. He runs, and I'm like, crap! Like I to this day, I still say it's my fault because I shouldn't have money out. I shouldn't have yeah, yeah, counting the money outside. Yeah, well, I was kind of bad. I was like, oh, crap! What I'm gonna do? I don't have money. Yeah, and. I told you before, I got some money saved, but it's from Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. from the banks from Puerto Rico, yeah. so it's not like I can just magically get money in my hands. Yeah. It takes a while. Yeah. So I was in school, and the next day, I, I don't even tell my parents because I think it's just something foolish. Yeah. I'm like, they're going to get mad at me because I did something stupid. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. So basically, I, I forget what I said. I needed the money for something. I wanted to buy something. Okay. I think it was like a gift from my mom or oh, something okay. like that. Long story short, I didn't know what to do. Next morning, my dad comes out of nowhere. And this is my dad. My dad is a little bit... He's... I said the owner was stingy. My dad is a complete... 
turtle. What's Stingy. the turtle? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the amplified version of Sinji? I don't, I don't even know, man. <laughs> <laughs> he likes, he's a type that if he gives you money, he expects you yeah. to give them the money back with interest. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I love him, but you, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. No, I get it. So, like, I don't know where he's like, oh, here, I, uh, he, hey, Manny, I, I just have, a, I just did a job and I have this $40 just laying around here, just take it. I never told them anything. Like you I never told, told him, yeah. I never said anything. I never even speak about it. I would just came home and went into my room and went to sleep. Wow. So it's kind of like, I don't know where, so it's kind of like God was listening. Yeah, and it is. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a good example. Uh, uh, you know, people, people sometimes don't realize this, but there's little moments in life, details that you know, like, this is God. Like I can, for example, in that same note, <laughs> Um, when I was about, I think it was like 17 years old, okay. my dad lost his job, you know, we're struggling financially. Like we have been struggling for a while financially back in the Dominican Republic. He, he had a job for 10 years and a really good company, international company. He lost it. Then he was trying to, you know, get other jobs. He got a couple of jobs, but this time he didn't have a job and I'm like, man, it's hard, you know, and, and. And I used to work every summer with uh, mission trips uh, uh, with American groups going to the Dominican Republic to do medical uh, outreach and stuff like that. So we're out there and, um, you know, I get to meet people. I know like, I know a lot of people in the United States that right now I don't have their like, contact information because I deleted my old Facebook, right? But like, I knew a lot of people. And so one day I'm, you know going to school it's morning and like we're struggling to like we don't have much money like we don't you know my dad is trying to find a job like he's out there trying to find a job like crazy right so I'm like ah, i want to help you know i'm 17 i know i can work i've done stuff before construction other stuff translating so i'm trying to do something you know and and out of nowhere i get this message on facebook from a random person that i've never known or seen in my life so it's this lady it's a girl sitting here 20 she's like 24 or something like that at the time. And she sends me like a huge message. Now, I usually, when I see that stuff, I'm like, this is a scam. Like, this is total yeah, scam. Like, I don't believe, like, I'm pretty sure this is someone trying to either sell something or whatever. But I'm like, let me read it. Because it's, it's, I don't know. Like, so I think like, you're still, you just Yeah, like, I felt that like, just read it. And I'm like, and I'm on my way to school, man. Like, I, I'm on my way to school and I opened the message. And this girl is like, yo, we're, you know, I, there's someone that you know that told me about you. Uh, there's a group going from the University of Nebraska to the Dominican Republic. We need translators. Um, she, t- she gave me your name and someone else's name that you know. And like, uh, we want to pay you for this job, uh, like $10 the hour, if that's okay. And it, you're, we're going to be there for like two weeks or something like that. $10 an hour in Dominican Republic it's like getting paid $20 an hour here probably even more maybe 30 like it's a lot of money it's a lot of money and so but and we were gonna work with them like a whole day kind of thing like it wasn't just like two hours or three like it was gonna be a whole day thing and it was over winter break so it was perfect because that's when I could work because you know then I was going back to school money we made like so much money that time my sister myself even friends of mine that i hired like bro i need you to try like can you try? they made money too like 
And everybody was like, yo, do you have a company or something? Like, like, like what's going on here? Like, you have a business? And I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's no people. <laughs> I got good friends. Yeah, I have good friends. And like, you know, I was like, man, I, the moment I needed the most to work and the time when that happened was just perfect because we were struggling so bad financially. And this girl that I that that referred me to this other girl to translate for this group, I haven't seen her for years. Like it wasn't like I saw her last year and like she re- like it was years ago since I saw her, Man. and she still remember me, and she gave you know the reference. I'm like, dude, like this is God. Like mm-hmm. there's no other explanation. Like there's no you know coincidence, like co- coincidence or whatever. Like so. That's one like one of the other reasons, you know, I have more, I can keep telling you, but like the point is, um, you know, that sometimes we forget that there's moments in life that like God is real. And so um I wanted to tell you I wanted to ask you though, um, before we finish the podcast and the episode, um what do you think is the future of humanity when it comes to like their belief in God. Like, do you think people are going away more and more from believing in God? Or do you think there's gonna something's going to happen that people are going to believe again in something more, like God specifically? Zombies, man. They're going to take over the world. It's going to happen. People's going to be praying. And then the zombies are going to eat their brain. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, like... <laughs> Sorry. No, uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, basically, people, you know, like, we have to believe in something. Yeah. That's just human nature. Mm. Whether you believe in God, I believe in God, but some people don't. Yeah. And that's just part of life. But at the same time, even the people that don't even believe, they're believing other things. Whether it's evolution, whether it's, uh, whether they have idols. Yeah. They all want to believe in something. Maybe they don't want to admit that, hey, maybe there's somebody out there that created everything by design. Mm. But at the same time, they they, uh, they choose not to believe that because it's like, oh, uh, I don't believe in magic. Yeah. Well, my my question to you is, like, what makes you think it's magic? Yeah. Like, you see everything, like, like I said before, you see everything, like, from the mo- uh, molecule yeah. standpoint. And it's like everything's just stitched together. Everything just works with the flow. Everything, it makes sense. Yeah. Just to put it like that. So it's like maybe in the future, maybe the theories, like the evolution theory or mm. other theories that they have like aliens, mm. is basically just going to blow up in their faces. Yeah. Or maybe they're just going to realize that, hey, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Maybe they're going to turn back to God. Yeah. But at the same time, like, we don't know that. Yeah. No, that's that's a good answer, and um, I mean, I just pray that people can realize that, like, yo, I mean, God is good, He's real, He He exists, He cares about you, He cares about everybody, mm-hmm. whether you believe that or not. It doesn't mean it's not true. Like, you know, I heard, I heard, well, actually, right before doing the podcast, my sister was telling me a couple of phrases from um. Roosevelt, President Roosevelt, I think Theodore Roosevelt, he he said something about it doesn't matter how many times you repeat yourself a lie, it won't make it won't become a true because you're mm-hmm. just repeating that to yourself. So 
the same is with God. Like, it doesn't matter how many times you repeat yourself that God is not real when, like, the reality is, like, he is real. Yeah. He cares about you, even though you, you think he's not real. Um, and there's a lot of benefits, actually, from believing in God. Like, a lot of, a lot, psychological, physical, I mean, sure. it's obviously spiritual. Like, I, I mean, it's not just one side, but overall, like, in life, um, Even even married couples that believe in God mm-hmm. and believe their marriage is it's you know blessed by God are are better marriages and last longer um, than uh, See, yeah. you know regular marriages simply because they follow the Bible's principles. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of principles in the Bible that like you know whether you believe in God or not, if you apply them in your life, like mm-hmm. it's gonna it's it's a reality and it's gonna work, but. Manny, I appreciate your time. No problem. Thank, Thank you, you for, for being in the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was it's a really good episode. I really like what you shared with us today, and um, I think it's good stuff. So, um, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this. Please leave a review um, uh, on the podcast. Give me feedback. Let me know what can I do better, what kind of topics you would like to hear more about, uh, or, or you haven't heard yet and, and you want to hear Um, so uh, the next episodes are going to be really good. Please leave a review, share it with your friends, family, everybody. Uh, and thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the time that you take to hear the podcast. And I'll, I'll see you until next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Within Podcast. Do not forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review so that we can serve more people around the globe.